Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we are just having another incredible day today. I am so excited for what y'all are doing today. Merry Christmas to everybody. This is Christmas Day, as long as this got posted on the right day, right? And so, uh, but I want to rejoice with you at the birth of Yeshua the Christ. Though I, listen, I know that Christ was not born on Christmas Day, all right? But I can celebrate Christ's birth in any day I want to. And so, and declare the glory of the Lord that come to my life. So go ahead and declare his glory to your life and in your life because Yeshua dimensionally shifted all eternity. You know, we talk about all the revelation that we're getting and the dimensional shifting that we're getting, but think about it. Yeshua dimensionally shifted the Bible. He dimensionally shifted man. He dimensionally shifted sin. He Think about that. Oh boy, this is really good. He dimensionally shifted sin. You know, at that time, sin would wipe you out, kill you, destroy you, have its way in your life, and it really had no way of freedom. You would have to go before a priest if you found your turtle doves and found your goats and found your lambs and did all these things. And it would be basically for a moment, a momentary deliverance, a momentary forgiveness. But it didn't shift a man. It didn't shift him. Now, all the sins and penalty of the sin went to the lamb and they killed the lamb or they killed the turtle doves or all the different things. And they sacrificed as unto God for repentance and forgiveness. And so it took it on. But Yeshua, you see, it was lacking. It could not do it permanently. Yeshua did it permanently. Yeshua shifted sin from having authority over you once you begin born again. Oh, somebody needs to hear me what I said. Yeshua shifted sin from having authority over a born-again believer. Oh, well, brother, you know, I know many Christians in sin, but the shifting of the power of that sin in their life is not the same as it was before the blood because the blood covers it immediately, instantly. Oh, no, no, no. They're only forgiven if they go repent. You know, they're wicked in their heart. This is what you've been trained, and this is why people stay in sin, because they live in condemnation. And if you live in condemnation, I have found out, I've been doing this for a long time, you will stay in the sin that binds you. You will stay in the problem that holds upon you, because that condemnation will try to hold it to you, and it has a gateway and a doorway in your life. But when you start realizing the reformation of what happened on the cross, that the death and burial and resurrection of you is Yeshua the Christ, gave you a blood covenant that which was eternal and it had nothing to do with one individual sin of another person or another person or yourself. It was sitting at the right hand of the Father, Yeshua the Christ, and the blood seat is now upon the mercy seat of God where he inhales the righteousness of man. Did you hear what I just said? He inhales the righteousness of man by the blood covenant of Yeshua. Now, I can't be righteous in myself, though I live righteous, but I cannot be righteous in myself because at best my righteousness is as filthy rags before the Lord. So then I'm in a dilemma, ain't I? I'm in a dilemma because I'm going to be honest with you. I still haven't stopped sinning from time to time. And it can be something little. Yes, the more you grow, the less you'll sin. It is fact. But if you read your Bible, you'll find out that you could probably sin before the end of the day. Getting mad at something you shouldn't got mad at, saying something you shouldn't have said, seeing something you shouldn't have seen, uh, feeling a feeling. You, I mean, so many sins, it's ridiculous. And the Bible says, if you sin against one part of it, you sin against it all. Well, you know, those are just little white lies. They asked me how I was doing. I said, good, but I know I was hurting inside. I just didn't want help helping my business. Listen, truth is truth. Lie is lie. Reality is reality. And the blood covers it all. 
We just try to focus on the major ones and try to act like, oh, no, you know, that brother's in sin. The truth of the matter is you will deal with fleshly error fleshly unrighteousness all the days of your life. Now, I'm not giving way to that, but I'm also not allowing it to leverage itself against the blood. Oh, somebody needs to hear that. I am not allowing it to leverage itself against the blood because the blood is all-consuming fire of that sin and unrighteousness. And as you sit in it, you'll realize it will begin to take over the unrighteousness or the act or the pain or whatever is causing you to have iniquity or some unrighteousness in your life. And it will take care of it because he loves you so much. He did not come to judge for God sent his son not into the world to condemn the world, but through the world. What? Through Christ, the world would be saved. Meaning he didn't say, go get born again and then be a policeman every second of the day and thinking that you and everyone else are a bunch of sinners. You just can't get it right. You got it right the moment you said, I do to Jesus. Somebody need to hear this. You got it right the moment you said, I do to Jesus. Oh, but Apostle Craig, but you don't understand. There's some things in my life I just don't want to do. I wouldn't tell you to, to continue to engage who you are in Yahweh, and your spirit man will rise up and overshadow your soul and overshadow your body, and you will find the things you used to do will become less and less and less until the perfect piece of alignment of your body and of your soul, which you should love, will line up with your spirit man, which is the complete spirit man of Christ, and it will go, Ah, I see Christ. I want to be like that. But you are covered under the blood and he forgives you and he loves you and he's calling you deeper. How you think those things are going to fall off of you? Sometimes it's not even sins. It's hidden hurts and pains or past hurts and pains or past sins or unforgiveness or basically someone might have wronged you. I can go on and on with the list that seems to try to taint this. But the truth of the matter, the blood is absolute. I cannot get away from this this morning. I want to take you into the yod hey vahe Every time I keep trying to preach the yod hey vahe but Yahweh, inside the yod hey vahe that you sit in, you sit in the inside of the I am that I am. You sit in it. I keep hearing Yahweh saying, I want them to know they're holy because I gave them holiness. I want them to know they're righteous. I gave them righteousness. Go look in your word and see that he gave it to you. Oh, no, brother, I got to live up to it. Of course, I understand. I'm not saying don't walk uprightly before the Lord. But what I am saying is go ahead and believe that you are uprightly before the Lord. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. Go ahead and say you're holy. Go ahead and say you're holy. It's like confidence. Like um, a long time ago, I knew a friend and I'd be like, oh, you're beautiful. And the friend would be like, oh, I know it. <laughs> See, that's confidence. Uh, you got to tell someone something nice because I've always been telling people they're beautiful, right? I love you. They're beautiful. Shalom. You hear it from me all the time. You see it on my posts. I'm not trying to be a big flirt. I'm speaking to the spirit of God in you. I'm speaking to your spirit. I'm telling you how beautiful you are as a person, as a spirit being, and the shalom, peace of God around you. But, you know, I go back and tell that person, oh, you're beautiful. And, oh, I know it. I know it. And I love that. I want them to know it. I want you to know that you're beautiful. That's what Christ is like. He wants you to know that you are the redeemed of God, that you walk in the holiness of God. You're not trying to walk in the holiness of God. Oh, well, brother, one day I'll get to walk in his name because I'll be holy. No, Yeshua made you holy. You just got to receive it by faith. It will take over you and you will walk what you consider to be holy. Holy is standing in the awe of the terribleness, of the fearsomeness, of the fear of the presence of God. 
without being afraid. That's what holiness is. Seeing the encompassing God that is too much for us to obtain. And we look at him and we say, Yod, hey, va, hey, the allspark of God, breathe on me and allow me, the son of man, breathe back on you. And we walk in the holiness of Yahweh. We walk in the righteousness of Yahweh. We walk in the fullness of Yahweh. Why? Because of Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, the Yod, hey, Va, hey. Well, once again, this is Sigima Bay. I'm going to go a little deeper into this tomorrow. Hang out with me for the next few days as we engage who we are inside the name of Yahweh. I believe in you, and you are so beautiful. I love you. Shalom.